The Evolve with Pete Evans podcast is a conversation about my favorite ingredients for a healthy human experience. We take an informed look at topics that include nutritional and emotional well-being, as well as expanded consciousness. I love exploring the topics that are not traditionally taught at school and take a deep dive into them with my special guests. I invite you to sit back and come along for the ride with an open mind and heart and please share with your family and friends as these podcasts may just be the seed from which many things will flourish from. Cheers. We've been using Waters Co. water filters for the last 10 years and I wholeheartedly trust my family's health with them. Waters Co. established 1977 have personal and domestic water filters which turns your ordinary tap water into great tasting alkaline ionized mineral water which removes up to 99.9% of fluoride, heavy metals, chemicals and bacteria so you can love your tap water again. The Bio 1000 is the latest edition of the BMP 1000 model and the culmination of over 40 years of experience and research into water filtration by some of the world's leading scientists. Waters Co. was first to market with natural gravity-fed systems, creating alkaline water way back in 1984, and have continued to lead the market in research and development, setting the benchmark for all other brands to follow. Please go to my webpage, PeteEvans.com, to learn more and to receive your special discount from my link on the products page. You're going to love it. David, Lumpa, what do I call you, brother? Brother's good. Uh, David Orlompa, brother, you can call me anything you want. <laughs> Mate, this has been a long time coming, I tell you. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it has. It has. Lompa's good, brother. I'll, I'll go with Lompa. What does that mean? What, does your name have um, have a meaning or is it just like what um, Pete? Pete means apparently the rock. I'm not sure exactly, but uh, what does Lompa yeah. um Often, often, well, not often, um, when our mob give you a name in our tribes, it's often linked to your character or your behavior or something they see in you. So they might witness something in you that they might link to a particular animal and you'll often get that name based on your character or what they see in you. So uh, Lomper is actually given to me by Walpri elders and Lomper is the kingfisher bird. It's the messenger bird. So it's the one that brings the message. Um, and <laughs> funny, funny that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for many years, I've been traveling to the desert and sitting with my elders and talking to them about what is and what isn't and um, sharing the facts and information with them. And uh, that's why they give me the name because I bring the message to them. Have you been a messenger for since you're a child? I think I have, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the main message I've always stood with is is truth. You know. Um, Recently, um, a, um, a senior detective in Darwin, um, in, in investigating something, was talking to me and actually referred to me as the, the leader. He said, well, you're the leader. And I said, the, the leader? I said, you're kidding me. I said, you've got no idea. I said, um, let, let, I said you want to know who the leader is? I'll, I'll help you out. And I said, the leader is the truth. Um, and, and, and that's what we're standing with. So, um, yeah, but um, and I'm just a messenger in that truth. That's all, brother. For anybody listening or watching, um, me and Lumpa go back uh, quite a quite a couple of years now, a few years, and um, we've had the pleasure. Of, I've had the pleasure of uh, sitting with you and and getting to know you over the years. And this, as I said earlier, this podcast or this interview has has been a long time in the making. And uh, I think throughout 
the last couple of years with all the, the nonsense that's been happening in the world, uh, we attempted to connect and put some put some truth out there as to your interpretation of what's been going on over the last few years and previous to that as well. And I'm grateful that we're actually doing this at this particular time and where we weren't so embroiled in all the all the chaos, so to speak, at the at that particular point in time. And, and uh, completely up to you whether you want to talk about any of the chaos over the last few years or preceding that, or we're just here to talk about uh, your exciting new project. So I, I'm I'm open to anything. And where where would you like to start, brother? I, I would like to stay focused on the uh, Langarama journey. Um, because it does encompass what the bigger picture is about, and it's about unity, it's about walking together, it's about bringing people together and, and sitting eye to eye, heart to heart, and connecting on a level where we get people to really, really not only not only connect with what, what, what the Aboriginal culture means to the tribal people of this nation and what it represents, um, but it's also about people sitting and connecting with who they are. Um, so, um, you know, all the madness. Um, I would love to get on and have a chat about the madness another time and and and, and give that our energy. Um, but if, if it's all right with you, I'd like to focus on Langarama because this is about healing. It's about a way forward. It's about unity. And it's about Wittichen, which is about bringing um, everybody together of all cultures and races and just standing one as humanity to create a new um, direction forward for everybody. So, um, yeah. So if, if we can just stick, stick to Langarama, brother, it'll be, um, it'll be a great story to share with everyone. And I think Mate, in, in, in the, in the chaos, people need to see and hear the goodness too. Yeah. I agree 100%. And, um, let, let's do a background then of, because this isn't your first rodeo, so to speak in, in taking people and especially, um, uh, youths on a, exploratory journey to understand who they are. So let, let's backtrack a little bit into the work that you have been doing um, so intensely and so beautifully over the years to not only help your own culture, but to open your culture up to, um, up to, up to everybody. So t- take us through, <laughs> take us through uh, Lopez's journey of, of healing and sharing the message. Yeah, so I guess uh, I guess the short story is growing up, um, growing up in violence and experiencing that at a young age, um, and and passing through that to heal myself, to be the best I could be for my children, for my my wife, and for my family. Um, to know that on the other side of pain, there's a great deal of joy in the healing. Um, so experiencing that myself and breaking the cycles for my children, um, my wife and I set out uh, 27 years ago to set up. Um, something to heal our kids uh, because we have a really, really high suicide rate in, in the top end uh, across Australia, and, but in Darwin we have um, the highest suicide rates per capita in the world. So we set out to uh, set up something that would stop our children taking their lives and we established the Bullinyu Foundation. Bullinyu, in my uh, literature language, um, uh, is pronounced Bullinyu, but Bullinyu is... Um, is, is actually means creation, and that's what we're about, the creation of strong youth, strong culture, and strong leaders for a strong future. So we set up Bullinyu in, um, and started running healing camps in 2005, not knowing what we were doing, and just went out blindly, took some uh, young, high-at-risk boys out, 
had no idea what, what I was going to do. Just thought I'd just take them out, immerse them in culture, in the land, um, get out there and do some hunting, um, be, be, just be an uncle to listen to. And the program evolved over, over, over the last 15 years, and we've taken out 850 children. And of those 850 children, 85% of them had suicide ideology or attempted at the time we met them. And uh, unfortunately, I have been to two funerals in 15 years, but out of 850 plus children, uh, two funerals is, is a very low number for what we're dealing with. So we know that the program works. We know that we've succeeded in keeping many kids alive. Um, and due, due, due to, um, you know, um, advocating for the children and exposing abuse within the system, our funding was 100% cut by the government, um, even though their evaluation proves that the program saves kids' lives and turns them around, keeps them out of prison. Um, so what we've decided to do is we're partnering up with um, some some tribal um, uh, groups, uh, one one in Nooka, uh, Mungi country, and Latakia country, um, uh, which is Darwin. And we're going to be running a cultural immersion healing tour from uh, Latakia down to Nooka. Um, but for the first one we're doing in December, it's going to be a, um, a, a halved journey. It's going to be cut in half. It's going to be um, just on Latakia country. Um, and we're going to be doing some amazing stuff, seeing some amazing sites and learning some amazing culture. But more importantly, it's going to be about immersing people in the culture, connecting them with our ancestors, the land, and giving people healing on a deeper level. So we're going to be um, uh, giving people on this journey a, a, a an experience that the kids get on our program plus more because we're going to be taking people through uh, a lot more uh, cultural stuff on a, on a deep level and getting them to um, – see stuff that they'd never get to see on their daily lives. So it's going to be an incredible journey and it's going to be a spiritual journey. You know, I, I, I feel bad putting the word tour in it um, because because I know this is going to be a life-changing experience for everybody who comes on it. Um, I, I like to call it a cultural immersion um, healing experience because that's what you're going to get. Um, and even if you aren't there for healing, even if you have no need to heal, um, the connection that people are going to make when we immerse them into the culture and the richness of what it's truly about, uh, they're going to heal regardless. Um, and even if that just means them finding their, themselves on a deeper spiritual level to who they are to Mother Earth, because my my tribal connection here is my closest reminder to what my Scottish and Irish ancestors once were um, living in harmony with the land. So, so, so this journey is is an experience for everybody to remember who they are, brother. When you're talking about um, for people to come along on this on this journey with you, is it open to everybody, all ages, it's all genders, all genders, all ages? Um, the the first the first few that we're doing, um, we we we're not encouraging young children, um, but we you know we've got some people who are coming with um, um, 17, 17, 15, 17 year olds um, who are quite capable and. Um, physically able, so so we do encourage uh, young adults and and, and uh, teenagers, uh, but but we're trying to uh, at, at this point until we get the uh, programs going, we're, we're we're not encouraging families in these first couple of tours, but um, but definitely open to absolutely everyone, brother. And, and tell us how long is the first journey in December going for? How often do you see this happening? So how many days? Where does it kick off from, and how many 
how long is will it go for and what are the type of um experiences or activities that people can sort of wrap their heads around to to work out whether this is for them or not you know sure. <laughs> absolutely look it's on the uh, 1st to the 4th of december um if we get good bookings we're going to um um we'll, we'll we'll run another one in january um if if we start to book out um uh, but we we are we are starting these um um tours um initially to build up to run two a month come come the dry season um and that's when we'll be running the seven day so the december one is the first to the fourth of december um it's a thousand dollars um uh, per head um that's inclusive of everything uh food transport experiences accommodation everything um we 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 have uh, cut the price significantly uh, because of the time of the year and the short notice, just to make it affordable for people to be able to attend. Uh, so we've we've done some costs on the uh, flights and accommodation, and we're looking. Um, you know, we've we've estimated with people that are already uh, locked in that uh, you'll be looking at about two thousand dollars. That'll be airfare uh, from most capitals in Australia to Darwin, uh, accommodation before and after the um, um, the, the tour. And the four days on the tour, it'll be three, three, three nights, four days, and it's going to be it's going, it's going to be a rich cultural immersion, brother. It's going to be great. All right, I'm 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 keen. I'm busy in December on those dates. I think we're running a retreat too, but January could be um, could be where I could put my hand up and come out, or February as well, because I don't. Well, I you're welcome, to, brother. I would love to one. come on this. Um, so. The three days or the seven days, if uh, when you get to that in January. So take us through some of the experiences and, and some of the locations, and what your what your intention is for people to discover about this part of Australia and and discover about your culture as well and the culture that exists up there that that perhaps many people aren't aware of. Well, 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 well. The experience is going to be one, one of um, just getting to immerse themselves in the culture and get to experience what the culture means. And there's going to be um, we're, we're going to be um, have some elders that are going to be telling some amazing stories. We're going to be going to a sacred site that not too many people know about, but it's a very sacred site. It's an ancient sacred site. Um, Uncle Uncle Jimmy. Um, Uncle Jimmy Fijo has mentioned it a few times in our public gatherings, and and that site he refers to for good reason. It's actually a site that um, the 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 story that he holds is that's a site where everybody left for the for the promised lands from. So everybody who went off to Asia and 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 um, Europe and everywhere left from this particular site in Darwin Harbour, and it's a it's a it's a sacred site that not many people know about. So. We're going to be taking people there and showing them that the, the whole Western world that was birthed from here, um, um, there's a site where people actually left this land to go to their promised lands. Um, and that's what Uncle Juma talks about is people have come back here to correct what was what was what was wrong by humanity after everybody left. So so this is like a a, a beginning of coming back to the starting point for everyone. Um, because it works off the simple fact that there's seven human DNA strands and the Aboriginal race um, in Australia has all seven strands. Uh, the, the, the highest after that was Africans at four and Europe to Asia was one to three. Uh, that means that people were birthed from here. So that place is what uh, that sacred site that we're going to go to 
is pretty much where humanity in the Western world and Asia and all that was birthed from when people left this continent to go and um, um, settle on the promised lands all over the planet. So, so just just that site alone is, is a site of significant and, and an amazing story that's going to get people connecting back to, I guess, their deepest ancestral bloodline um, going back um, millennia. So, so going to places like that, we're going to be um, going out and collecting a lot of um, um, bush medicines, herbs. Uh, people are going to learn about them. They're going to learn how to take them. Um, we're going to be um, teaching people about the lands. Uh, simple, simple things like, you know, you might be at the beach and a um, bit of wind and it feels great and you hear a bird and you go, oh, that, it's all nice, but that bird's actually only whistling and telling you that the tide's coming in. You know, so little things like that that we just take for granted or we don't pay attention to or we have no idea, um, little things like that, that one particular bird making a particular noise is telling you the tide's coming in. You know, certain things about the land, how to look for signs, how things, um, um, the balance of everything. Um, it's, it's, it, little brother, it's gonna, it's gonna be, um, a, a great deal of information teaching people about our medicines, the land, the culture, hunting. We're going to be doing, um, fishing and hunting and, um, sitting down and sharing stories that people don't get to hear every day of their life. Um, in fact, the kids who come on our programs, they get to hear these stories and a lot more. And, um, with just the fact that we, we're going to open this up to the to the wider community and to the Australian people is going to be something that um, I know is going to grow into something beautiful because we're going to expand Langarama across the country and give people a cultural immersion experience wherever they choose to go in the future. So it's um, it's going to be all the above, um, cooking, going and collecting bush tucker, um, cooking it. Um, um, yeah, you, you name it, brother. Um, we're going to get people involved in every aspect of what it's about. One of the things that um, I really admire from the time that we've spent together and talking to you over the years is that you, <laughs> the word inclusive, you like to include everybody. It's not, um, yeah. Talk, talk to me about the inclusiveness of, of your intention with, with, <laughs> with, with your journey here on this earthly plane, because it's, it's something that I've, I've really resonated with. And especially the way you speak about nature and the connection back to it, because I see there's a big disconnect at the moment. And this is a great offering that you're, you're opening people to explore. Yeah, hundred percent, brother. Look, 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 I, I, I guess, I guess I, I have the luxury of, um, you know, I, I, I walk in both worlds and, and and I experience both sides of of, of 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 our reality. What I know, what I know from my cultural side is, um, if if I didn't have that Aboriginal blood in me and that connection to my people and the land and my tribes and my my families and and, and our culture, um, I, I can't imagine how empty I'd really be in this current existence of of of, of not knowing who I am and where I belong, and and. The, the the purpose of including everybody into these journeys is is we're all one we're we're all of the one DNA we're all of the um you know the, the, we all drink water the water holds our DNA there's no separation between us the only thing that separates is, us is ideology and and belief systems and sorry mate I got a big truck coming down behind me um is ideology and belief systems and 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 you know opinions but that my, my my thought is there is no difference. And when I was younger, 
I had a lot of tribal people in the bush, you know, and, and we're talking, we're talking very, um, um, you know, people who hold that knowledge and English is like their sixth language. And, and they would often sit and talk with non, you know, with Bolanders, white people. And, and they would say to them all the time, we are the same. We are the same. And when I was younger, I, I didn't get it. Um, and they're going, we are one. There's no difference. There's no separation. And, and I, I, I didn't get it when I was younger. But as you grow older and you realize on a, on a spiritual level and on a planetary level, there is no separation. Um, it's a bit like our, our songs and our, our law. They traverse this entire continent. But more importantly, the song lines of the planet traverse the entire planet. You know, it's a bit like, you know, the, the winds blow through the Sahara deserts pick up the sand, uh, the sand there and drop it on the Amazon and fertilize the Amazon. The, the, the whale dreaming from a tribe in Canada um, 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 is connected to the same whale dreaming to a tribe in um, uh, uh, North Arnhem Land or to an, on an island. Um, and, 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 and so how do you figure that tribal groups from around the planet have these connections so far away with the same animal, the same song and the same dreaming? Um, and it's, it's really simple because um planetary we're all connected and that's why my my late father mr guruwiwi the yadaki healer for the planet that's why he always always taught me that he sings the water for the netherlands for asia for across this continent across the world and he said to me we have to bring everyone together and unite to protect the water because that is all of us we are all that one um and and so so for me, the, the including people in things like Langarama is about connecting people on a spiritual and emotional um, and on a physical level and, and allowing for us to just sit heart to heart, build relationships and build friendships. And we're not talking about, yeah, hi, I, I met you, I like you. We're talking about coming and having an experience that when people leave this experience, um, it's going to be family for life. They're going, to, they're going to remember these experiences. They're going to remember these faces and they're going to hold these people dear to their hearts. And, and the elders that they're going to be sitting with, um, you know, they're not getting any younger. So this is a gift. This is a gift to humanity. And it's been long overdue. Uh, Langarama was operating years ago. Um, and it actually started with a mate of mine, um, um, David Sumby. He um, um, was just walking along the street and, Bumped into some um, Aboriginal ladies are sitting down on the footpath, just sitting there. Um, they asked for a smoke. He gave them a smoke, got talking. They were a bit distressed and they, they couldn't get home for their mother's funeral. Um, and they were really sad. Um, so my, my brother said, oh, I'll, 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 I'll drive you home. And, and they were looking at him like puzzled because they didn't, they didn't realize uh, that they, they didn't, they were wondering if he realized they lived 700 k's away. Um, and so he grabbed his car and he drove these ladies home. And as he's leaving, he says um, bye to the family. And uh, one of the um, one of the old men, uh, Uncle Clary Rogers, gave him his number, and they built a relationship from that from that from that kind gesture of driving that family home. They adopted him. He's so he's so respected by the family that um, he's welcome in and on their country anytime he wants. In fact, he could go and live there tomorrow, and they'd welcome him with open arms. So that friendship came out of him just doing something kind. But then him and Clary set up Langarama and ran it years ago. It was so successful that everybody who came on the first tour booked out the next three tours. Um, but the problem is uh, Dave had a lot on his plate and, and very difficult um, to keep it going at the time. But it's done a full circle. Uncle Clary is ready to get it going. Um, 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 Uncle Juma from Latakia country, he's, um, they're partnering up to work the tours between those two tribes. 
And the best part about all of this is, is this, brother. Um, we're 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 going to be running the um, um, the the entire project through the Bullenu Foundation, which is the charity B A L U N U Foundation, which is what I set up to heal the kids. And the beauty of this whole tour is when you come on the tour, um, you're going to make a donation to the foundation, and we'll give you a we'll give you a ticket in return. Um, then you're going to come on a tour, and the proceeds from that tour is going back into healing programs that we're going to deliver directly in the community. Every dollar will go into the children. Um, not um, Nothing will go into administration like, like most other charities. Um, so when people come on this journey, they're not only taking away great experiences that they're going to hold for eternity, they're actually, their resources that they pay to come on the tour is going to initiate healing programs and, and, and workshops and all sorts of activities for children in these communities where we're running the tours. And that's going to have longevity. That's leaving healing for those children well beyond those people coming out to get that experience. So, so nobody, nobody loses in this journey. And ultimately, the children gain and the people gain. Um, and everybody who comes on this journey will go away richer in spirit, heart and mind um, and have friendships and relationships that they'll hold dear for the rest of their life. So um, for me, unity is a relationships and understanding each other and and working working together to create the new the new future and and that comes through meeting heart to heart looking each other in the eye and having a common goal a common dream and and that's what langarama represents it represents Wittichen, which is bringing the black and white together and walking together in unison knowing each other trusting each other loving each other and when you have love and trust you can build a relationship to go forward, and that's what this is about on a bigger scale. Mm, I love it, brother. I love it. I've often said that you know the the future of medicine, I believe, is um, all the great technological advancements that we've had, but hand in hand, side by side with ancient wisdom from our ancestors all over this planet, and and I'm fascinated to to learn more about the tribal people of this country and the wisdom that they hold. And you mentioned before on this tour that you're going to be hunting and gathering and, and bush medicines. And, and I have a feeling that um, this side of, of health is, I shouldn't say undiscovered because you and, and the community know about these things, but these, um, when, the information that you have can penetrate and, and start to be shared. I have a feeling that uh, we're going to discover or rediscover or relearn and remember so much that this land has to offer in, in ways that <clears throat> I myself have, have uh, a very keen interest in. And um, when we created the film The Magic Pill, which was a documentary about just how to eat to hopefully keep you out of out of the medical system, you know? Just just it's it's an important tool. And I was so grateful that we got to go up to Elko Island at Arnhem Land and film with um my wife and I went up there and filmed with some of the the local clan up there, the the mob. And um yeah, it was it was such an eye-opening experience because 
you guys actually knew how to look after yourselves. <laughs> Way more than uh, we do now, you know, and, and that's what I want to tap into more and, and because there's got to be so, you must have so much wisdom. There must be so much information that, and I don't even think it needs to be complicated. I think it's such a simple, simple path to be healthy. Um, take me on this journey and, and your discovery over the years and your recollection of, of what medicine means and health means from an Indigenous point of view. Yep. Yeah, um, it's... Um... I'll give you. I'll give an example of that, brother. Is is I one of one of the elders who will be on this on this tour. Um, I, I drove with him one day. We we drove about seven k through a dirt road, and in that seven k's, he stopped me about eighteen times to show me eighteen different plants that have eighteen different purposes. Um, that was in a seven k stretch. So when you start to think about that knowledge and and, and that understanding of not only the plants, um, but on a on a medicinal level and a and a health level, um, it it's, it just blows your mind. Um, and every time we stop, he goes, "Stop, stop, stop! Pull up!" And you go, "All right, jump out. See this leaf here? This one here, you put under your tongue. So when you're stuck between the billabongs, it generates saliva and gives you extra saliva in the mouth and hydrates you while you're walking between billabongs. Stop, stop, stop! Okay, this one here. When you got a sore stomach." It was like that for seven Ks, eighteen times, brother. So, so that's the kind of stuff we're going to be going to be learning as people are going to get to experience um, the different medicines, uh, their purpose, their function, and 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 get to take them. We're, we're we're going to take the medicines as well. We're not just going to go out and find it and collect it. We're going to um, utilize it, brew it up, and um, let everybody enjoy it as well. Um, mm. But uh, you know, I, I've got I've, I've got a grandfather who's got a. Um, a special cross order he was given to because he opened up some foreign group to a particular plant and they've they've um launched the global medicine off it. Most medicines um have come from tribal knowledge. Um Panadol itself comes from that. Um, um the the um various various uh, medications out there come from tribal tribal medicines. And we've got stuff out there that um cures cancer and does all sorts of stuff. Um that's just been just been locked away, kept away. Um, and suppressed, and 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 that's what we need to do. Is off off the back of our Langarama, we need to be opening up the medicine, our medicine to the world. We need to be bringing people on these journeys, not just to um, heal the spirit and the mind, um, but um, with the medicines, we can also heal the physical body as well. Um, so we're we're going to be we're going to be incorporating these medicines into our healing sessions and workshops, um, and people are going to get to understand, feel it, and um, and know it intimately. Um, and that's what this journey is about. It's really about opening the mind, the spirit, and giving people that place to um, tap into yourself. Because mm. it's all about it's all about getting the individual to just go a little bit deeper within self. And um, Langaram is gonna gonna open that up and give that to people on another level. Because the 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 cultural knowledge that we're gonna have on hand, um, trust me, I'm excited. <laughs> and, uh, and and I, I've sat around cultural elders for a long time, all my life. And um, but I'm excited with the caliber of um, um, elders that, that we're going to be having on this journey, and and the knowledge that we're going to be sharing. It's going to be it's going to be limitless, and it's going to be exciting. Mm. Sorry about the noise outside. We've got a, a flock of guinea, wild guinea fowl, 
traipsing through the, <laughs> through the land at the moment, making themselves known. I think, they yeah. like what you, I think they like what you're talking about. They can feel well, it. See, our mob have a dance for that bird back home, and 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 they have a dance for that bird. And 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 the tribes in this area where you are, um, back in the time um, before it was destructed, they would have held a song and dance for that bird um, that's outside there making noise. So so there's there's a song and a dance for pretty much every animal, every plant, every bit of land, everything. Everything is connected. Everything is one. And when people come on Langarama, that's what they're going to find. Not only is everything one with the earth, but everything is one with us. And Langarama is that is that journey to to bring people together and and give them an experience that uh, you're not going to get anywhere else. This is this is like I said, it's not a tour. This is this is an experience. And um, um, I know you can't make December, brother, but you're welcome on the January one. And um, um, as as we progress with the uh, with the tours, um, they're going to get they're they're gonna we're gonna we're gonna branch out to other regions so people can come on Langarama and have a different experience every year um in the in the near future. Um but but this one to start with is gonna be on Latakia country. It's gonna be special. Um and we're we're excited to bring people out and just just give them a taste of what it's really about. And keeping in mind when people come on this journey, they're gonna get so much knowledge um that you'd normally have to be sitting with and and build uh, relationships with Aboriginal people to get this sort of knowledge in such a short time. So, so we've got some amazing elders that are going to be um, expressing and and sharing their knowledge um, with people openly, and um, people are going to get smothered in love. It's it's going to be awesome, brother. Because <laughs> it's word of mouth, isn't it? I mean, it it is it is it is storytelling. It's knowledge sharing. I never forget. One of my first introductions was um, I was filming a TV show, must be about 20 years ago, when I went up to uh, Bardi country, One Arm Point, over near Cape Levique in the Kimberley. Yep. And, uh, I, I, we stayed with um, a mob out there and, and they did the great pleasure of um, having a ceremony with a turtle for us and uh, they killed the turtle. And I'll never forget the... Um, the main man there, the older, he was so excited about it because it was so full of fat. It was the right, it was the right season to be hunting the turtle, and the expression of that this is a good turtle because of the fat content of it. As a chef, it really opened my eyes to understanding that the tribal people of this country would would hunt in harmony with the seasons and Correct. and about 10 years later i understand the importance of fat in our diet and it took me back to that time again and i, I was like fuck now i get it i get it working with the seasons working with understanding how the animals store fat when is the right time to hunt that animal so it's sustainable so we don't take them all out but to get the best quality meat and fat from an animal. It was it was such an eye-opener because I never really thought about it before because most of the food that as a chef comes in from a farm, you know, it, they're, they're mass-produced, whereas this was wild. And I've always held a, a deep, profound memory of that time. And I, I would have learned more about this. And um, sorry, I just brought that up, but I, I find it fascinating. No, that's important because um, everything is seasonal. So people 
people um, may think that our, our, our people, you know, um, hunted kangaroo every day. Um, that was seasonal. And e- even then it was a particular kangaroo. So you wouldn't go and take the mother who was pregnant and stuff like that. Um, um, when a certain flower um, shoots up up north, that means that the salmon are fat. It's time to go for the salmon. Um, you know, there's there's signs in nature that tell us that it's time to eat that. It's time to go and get that. Now, it's not the time to eat that one. We've got to leave that and we've got to come back at the right season. And 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 nature tells us when. That's why my father said, he said to me, um, nature gave us our law. And he said, I come from nature. Um, and, and, and when you have that connection um, with Mother Earth, then you're living in absolute peace, harmony and respect with it. You're not overindulging. You're not... You're not killing for the sake of eating just because it's there. Um, there is a right time for for every animal um, and for every food and every season, um, and it's all seasonal. So people look at that top end and go, "Oh, yeah, it's wet and dry." Um, there's actually six seasons for the tribes, um, and and then their food seasons, um, and there's song and there's ceremony for every food, for every animal, for every change in the weather. And um, there's a new dance, a new song for the seasons. That um, like the, the the, the, the true richness of what our culture represents um, has been a suppressed and, and kept away from the Australian people for too long. And that's why we're initiating Langarama because um, we know the connections and the relationships that's going to form is going to open up people on a whole new level. And, and um, when people get to see what the culture and the richness is really about, then hopefully Australian people can embrace Aboriginal people in our culture and, and not only see um, what we what we hold, um, but see how important that is to walk together, creating abundance for all into the future. Um, I often say, um, you know, if you got rid of some of the sick industries and set up healthy industries in this country, um, you know, just just um, if if you were just to look at hemp alone, I mean, it's a, a, a save the planet. But then when you start looking like tribal medicines and natural medicines, um, there's a lot for us to work together to share and and to share to the world and to heal the world because we know what the pharmaceutical illnesses have done with the medications to everyone around the planet, but we also know what natural and tribal medicines can do to bring everybody back into balance. So so Langarama uh, provides that opportunity for everyone to come on and experience that, um, taste it and feel it and, um, and, and learn and know what those medicines are because it's all about our health and if we can share knowledge to look after each other, um, that's how we progress forward. Yeah, one of my favourite books and my deep introduction into eating for health or food as medicine was Weston A. Price's phenomenal book uh, called Physical and Nutritional Degeneration. And him and his wife visited, um, I don't know how many countries over their lifetime, but uh, Australia was one of them. And what they noticed was that the Indigenous Australian, the tribal, Australians were some of the healthiest people at that particular point in time on the face of the planet that were living the traditional way. Perfect teeth, perfect jaw structure, perfect physiques, you know, yep. lean, lean, muscular, healthy, no chronic illness, no none, none of the shit that <laughs> we we suffer now in the West. And and if if that isn't enough to know that ancient wisdom and ancient knowledge tribal knowledge can keep people out of hospitals and so that we can live to be 
old, healthy, happy, robust individuals instead of getting older and declining, instead actually getting wiser, smarter, stronger, healthier. Maybe, do you know much of the history of um, old age and Indigenous culture in this country as well and, and how that was seen? Our, 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 our elders are always cherished, always always um, cared for and, um, and taken care of by the entire tribe and clan group. That's, that's, that's how it's always been. Um, and, and, and you often see it now. You, you go out to community areas and, and you see elders um, who are getting old and, and the young ones uh, will look after them, take care of them, and, and, and everyone works together and make sure they're right. Um, back in the day, um, they, were, they, were, they were as cherished as the newborn. Um, because there was no separation between the knowledge, uh, and um, so so the elders, and and that, that, that's why you see in most most cultures, <clears throat> you always see the, the grandparents or the elders are often looking after or spending more time with or raising those little ones because they're they're giving those pure minds the, the most ancient knowledge in the most earliest time, um, and 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 so so so. There is there is no elders sit here and we all sit here. It's it's uh, our tribes and our communities um, in 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 a sanctioned sense is all about oneness and all about taking care of each other and working together and walking together. Um, and and when you think about it, like tribal groups didn't move across the uh, continent, um, you know, in large numbers um, without having um, organised structure, uh, routine, the knowledge. Um, and, and, and just the knowledge in that, you know, I was talking to an elder from, um, down in Alice Springs and, uh, she said, um, she can still recall when she was a little girl walking through the, through the, through the desert naked and, uh, they were, they were in between places and she recalls her grandfather stopping at a particular location. Um, and, and he collected, um, some of the black dirt, then he got some of the brown dirt and then he got some of the other dirt. Um, and, um. And he just compacted it all together and made like a pill for him. Um, but the different minerals that he was collecting and making the pill was all the minerals that their body needed to continue for the next two two days. Um, and she remembers these stories, you know. And um, you know, so so it's 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 just it's just amazing um, the knowledge that we have. And 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 the, and the scary thing is, especially off the back of this um, this attack on everyone. Uh, the scary thing is we don't have these elders around forever. We don't have them around for, uh, and we're losing a lot more at, at a faster rate because of uh, what's happened recently. But um, that knowledge is 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 it's irreplaceable. Um, and and to bring people out to experience this is, is going to be a once in a lifetime journey. And um, that knowledge that they'll take away will be knowledge that they'll hold forever. Um, and that's what this is about. It's about keeping the knowledge strong. It's about sharing that knowledge, but it's about creating those relationships and getting people to come and see what it's about because we um, we want to open up our medicine to the world. We want to open up our knowledge to the world um, because you got to remember that. That's why the Egyptians, the Egyptians and those in the Middle East traveled all the way here to learn spirituality from the tribes. So, so we have a lot to offer the world in terms of not only that um, connection to self and land, um, but that connection to each other um, and the connectedness in that, because there's no separation. So, so this journey is is about that and more, and it's going to be um, it's going to be exciting, brother, because it's um, uh, I, I know how I know how much richness people are going to get from it. 
Um, and then I know what it does for our youth who are in a really, really bad space. So I'm excited for people who are coming out that are ready to learn, open-minded, um, hearts are open. Um, they're not coming out there. Um, uh, whatever whatever trauma they're carrying, we're going to be going through a journey that they're going to they're be doing healing work um, along this journey as well. And they're going to come out the end of it um, a lot stronger and a lot richer for it. And that's what I'm excited about because there's there's one thing I love doing, but brother, it's it's sharing knowledge and sharing the riches of our culture with people. Um, and and I've, I've I've been dreaming about doing something like Langarama for many years, um, and um, to be doing this with um, elders like Clary Rogers and Juma Fijo, um, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be rich, brother. It's like seriously, it's. I'm excited. I'm excited for what I'm going to learn because because <laughs> I'm going to still learn a lot too. I can feel it in you, brother. I'm so yeah. happy for you, and um, well done for for following your intuition, following your instinct, following your passion, and uh, putting one foot in front of the other and just going for it. Yeah, that's all you can do, brother. You got to follow the heart, especially in this time. You know, if we if we follow the mind, and the mind's often distracted by the um the the uh, delusional illusion that they they um imprint in everybody if, but if we follow our hearts um we'll, we'll always get there and um i think that's that's what langer represents it's about people coming together um heart to heart and um building a healthy future together and it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be special so um to everybody out there who, who's thinking about coming um jump on board um i'll send you i'll send you an email brother with um some um you know some links and videos and information on it and where people can book um and um so you can put it out there for us and um um we invite everybody to come please come join us um because i, I know i know this right right now we're, we're we're trying to fill spots i know in the future we we, we we're going to be we're going to be inundated with um, um being booked out ahead of time because once people actually come on this journey and share it with people um Everyone's going to be lining up, brother. It's going to be rich, and um, you'll you'll see when you come out. I can't wait. I love you, brother. Thank you so much for being you. And uh, this was the perfect introduction for us to do our first podcast together. It's uh, it's yeah, it's exactly as it's meant to be. So many blessings. I agree, brother. Love you, brother. Love you too, brother. Thank you, and um. Love to everyone out there and come on Langarama and let's have some fun. You see you, brother. See you, my brother. Love you, bro. Thanks, mate. The information, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast should not be treated as a substitute for nutritional, medical, or other advice by a qualified professional. Guests in this podcast express their own opinions, experiences, and conclusions. Nothing in this podcast should be used to diagnose treat, cure, or prevent any medical condition. Neither Pete Evans nor any sponsor endorse any views, opinions, or conclusions expressed or shared in this podcast.